Hey, and welcome to our 24th class from the Christian Basics, or for my Lutheran teenagers out there, Confirmation. Every week we aim to bring you biblical content that will help you in your new or emerging walk with Christ. I'm Evan McClanahan, I'm the pastor down at First Lutheran in Houston, and this week I've got a friend from Watchman Fellowship, that's his ministry. His name is James Walker, uh, that's a ministry that reaches out and explains sort of different beliefs in the name of Christianity, like Mormonism, Jehovah's Witness, but actually many hundreds more. Go to Watchman Fellowship's website, watchman.org, and learn more about what James does. But today we're talking about other religions. You know, it's often the case that when people become Christians or as they sort of become more aware of all the other religions in the world, they'll think to themselves, well, why should I think that Christianity is true? There are all these other religions out there. So we're going to look at that question from both a biblical point of view and a logical point of view, which, of course, are kind of one and the same thing in my my view. But thanks to James for uh, for joining us, and let's roll. Well, James, thanks for joining me for this uh, this episode, this video on the Christian basics. I wanted to look at a very common question that people have when they're starting to learn about Christianity. Maybe they're kind of a baby Christian or they're just new to the faith, and they they wonder about other religions. You know, they they realize all of a sudden that oh my gosh, there's there's hundreds of other religions out there. I mean, maybe a dozen major religions, but, you know, there are hundreds or even thousands of other religions. So, you know, since there's so many, no, no one of them could possibly be true. You know, there must be all of these paths to the same God. So if someone kind of finds that to be a barrier to, to really exclusively believing that Jesus is the revelation of the one true God, where do you kind of start with something like that? Well, first of all, it's a very tough question, and this this idea of maybe could all roads or all paths lead to God, or maybe all these religions are true on some level, it's very attractive. It's very appealing, mm-hmm. uh, you, you know, and especially, you know, I notice as, as I get older, you know, when you, when you start losing people, family, and close friends that are maybe are not believers— Mm-hmm. Man, I mean, there's a real temptation to kind of dismiss some of what the Bible says on the topic and say, well, is there some kind of way that even my atheist friends uh, really somehow believed in God without knowing it or something? Uh, but if you go biblically, what, what the Bible clearly says, what Christ himself clearly said, uh, Jesus himself said that, that I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So he's making a very exclusive claim, uh, you know, throughout throughout the scriptures. And then Christ Himself said that uh, broad is the way that leads to destruction, and many there be that go in there. Right? Narrows the way uh, that leads to life, and few there be that find it. So while it's appealing, I've got to find a way to 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 embrace what what my Lord is saying about this. And mm-hmm. one of the things on on some topics, they're tough topics. And one of the things I think that happens on it is um, the temptation to remake God in our own image instead of us mm-hmm. being created in the image of God. We're going to go back and you know all the way back to the historic quest for the historical Jesus and and what the the problem that happens is you often end up looking in the mirror so that Jesus mm-hmm. actually believes everything that you do so you know i remember how 
how disappointed I was when I realized that uh, Jesus probably wasn't a Dallas Cowboy fan. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's no. like there, yeah. there's this tendency to to take our our preferences and try to put them into Jesus' mouth. But I think a more healthy thing is for us to say Jesus is Lord, even in the hard sayings. Mm. And if I'm going to say he's my Lord, I'm going to have to embrace what he says on these topics. So yeah. uh, the way I think historically people have looked at that, the, 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 the idea is called pluralism. And it's the idea that there are many paths or maybe even all paths lead to God. And one of the ways that that is, is um, presented is that to say that really all the religions are teaching the same thing anyway. So at their very core, if you, if you dig down deep enough, you're going to find that the Buddhist, uh, the Muslim, the Christian, we're all really saying the same thing, just slightly different terminology or language. And to me, th that's demonstrably false. I mean, it, 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 uh, yeah, I've, I've debated um, Muslims, Khalil Meek, the, the president of the Muslim Legal Fund of America, and, and he agrees with me. There's, there's some things in, that Islam and Christianity have in common, but the differences are huge. And to say that we believe the same thing is, is really disrespectful to both religions. Yeah. And so, yeah. When, you know, if, if Islam is saying that Jesus is not the Son of God and it's in the Quran, and of course, Christianity teaching that Jesus is the Son of God, that's important and it's not the same. So yeah. we want to embrace fr freedom of religion. I, I want people to be free to choose um, you know, the path that they feel is right, whether it's whatever religion or even non-religion, if they mm -hmm. want to be skeptic or atheist. Uh, I want to give them that freedom to do that. But I do want to then debate uh, to, to weigh the pros and cons of those worldviews, of those positions. And one of the things that you'll quickly see when you do is they're not teaching the same thing. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. The, the, the phrase would be mutually exclusive, right? I mean, if, if, if something is true in Christianity, if, if we say something in, is true in Christianity and in, in Islam, for example, and Islam is in many ways similar to Christianity, for That's example— close. Both are monotheistic, mm -hmm. right? We we both believe there is only one God. We're going to do a whole other video on the Trinity, but we both believe there is only one God, whereas Hindu, the Hindu belief, or the Mormon belief are both much more radically polytheistic. They believe there are many, many gods, an infinite number of gods, perhaps, or, or, or thousands of gods. But those are very... Th those two things are incompatible, right? R right off, right on the top. Yeah, of that, so. yeah. I mean, it's 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 basic logic. A cannot equal non A. You know, so when, when you when you're saying the simple choices, uh, either Islam is true and Christianity is false, or Christianity is true and Islam is false, or you could say both are false, hmm. but you can't say that they're both true at the same time. Yeah, but it feels good to say that, right? Because then no one has to make any hard choices, and you're not in a position of being judgmental against someone who is of another faith or something like that. That judgmental, I think, and and I think, be honest with you, Evan, I think sometimes we as Christians kind of earn that label, unfortunately, a little bit mm -hmm. because we can be, you know, uh, less than gracious about how we say things and how we talk to people. Yeah. So the Muslim and the atheist, these are my neighbors. These are my friends. In some cases, these, this is my family we're talking about. Yeah. So we, we want to be respectful, and we want to um, work hard to understand what they're saying instead of making a caricature uh, of their beliefs. 
Yeah. Uh, but once you get past that, in fact, the, the more you drill down and, and the more you understand uh, about the Quran, the more you see those those important differences. Yeah. No imam, no um, a cleric, Muslim cleric is would ever say that Jesus is the son of God. It's, it's not just wrong. It's tantamount to the unpardonable sin in Islam. Yeah. Um, as a, I, I was raised Mormon and the whole foundation of Mormonism was this idea that the prophet Joseph Smith in, in, in 1820 wanted to know whether he should be a Presbyterian, a Baptist, a Methodist, or what religion he should join. And Jesus appears to him and warns him not to join any church because they're all false and all their creeds, all their beliefs are an abomination to God. So, I mean, if, if the beliefs are an abomination, then, then they can't be teaching those same beliefs. And so they are different beliefs. And then that really is helpful for a more substantive dialogue. Now we can talk about those differences and the similarities, and there are similarities with the religions. But we can, it's more healthy, I think, to talk about those similarities and differences rather than just pretending that we're all really teaching the same thing. Yeah. So just as a matter matter of, of logic then, just to kind of recap, it could be that Christianity is false, that Hinduism is false, that Islam is false, that they're all false, right? And it could be that that's option one. Option two is it could be that one of them is true, but the rest of them are false. Any one of those things could be true, but the rest could be false. But it can't be true because they have mutually exclusive claims that they could either all be true or, you know, more than one of them could be true, right? Correct. And, and the other thing I want to just kind of a touch on is I do hear a lot of feedback from there's so many religions, so many thousands of them, that, that that means that none of them can be true. And it reminds me of the old uh, uh, illustration about the Rolex watch, the most counterfeited watch in the history of the world. And not only are they now saying that there are more counterfeit Rolex watches than than real Rolex watches, but there are so many counterfeits that most experts now agree there is no such thing as a genuine Rolex. Wow. Uh, again, that's that's yeah. not really true because right, right. to make a counterfeit, you got you have to have something you have that to have you're a trying to copy. You're trying to have something yeah. that you're trying to to uh, mimic, and so. Uh, it's not logically true. It doesn't really even make sense that because there's the more religions you have, the less likely any of them are true. Yeah, yeah. So the the sheer number of it is, and and really, you know, what I would argue at, at kind of a theological level, right? We're made in the image of God. So I actually think man is an inherently religious creature. You know, we're I think we're constantly seeking for God. Um, and so it's it shouldn't surprise any of us that there is religion everywhere. And uh, but that doesn't make Christianity false. The, the existence of other religions doesn't make like like the Rolex. It doesn't make Christianity false. Right. Um, and if you and if your desire to kind of go back to an earlier point about the exclusive claims that Christ himself makes, Jesus certainly doesn't allow in the scripture for this kind of idea. Right. I mean, Jesus makes it very clear that you either follow him, believe him to be the son of God or you are worshiping another guy. Right. And you see in the Old Testament too, you know, it's it's this idea that the, the problem that the Israelites had, that they always struggled against the temptation was a syncretism, the, the idea of taking those other religions 
mm-hmm. and blending them of some kind of hybrid where they're, we're all believing the same thing. And this is not something that uh, was acceptable in, in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. You know, Peter on the day of Pentecost preached, there's no other name given un- under heaven by which we mm-hmm. must be saved. It's, it's Jesus. So, yeah. you know, again, Jesus could be crazy or bigoted. You know, you can make that argument. But he certainly wasn't uh, ambiguous. I mean, he made it very clear uh, that he uh, was claiming to be the only way to yeah. the Father. And just because we're saying that, you know, there can only be one true religion because of the nature of exclusive claims on, on all sides, really, because Islam has exclusive claims, too. It's not just Christianity. Um, but that doesn't mean that they don't have some things in common, right? Absolutely. So, like, for example, it's wrong to murder in a lot of other religions. It's wrong to murder in Christianity. And and so there are other, you know, so maybe talk about that a little bit. The fact that, yeah, they have sure. things in common, but, you know, they're yeah, key my, my, my most recent book, What the Quran Really Teaches About Jesus, a good portion of the book is, is the surprising things that the Quran affirms, that Christians also affirm, that the Bible mm-hmm. affirms. Jesus... Uh, is uh, a prophet of God, that uh, Jesus is uh, uh, born of a virgin even. No, no other prophet in Islam, uh, not even Muhammad, only Jesus was born of a virgin. Hmm. This is something not only can we agree with our Muslim neighbors, but it, it gives us a great talking point, a, a great uh, common ground that we can start a good com- conversation that can turn into a, a gospel discussion, actually. Hmm. So, um, yeah, we want to affirm those places that we can affirm on uh, any religion. And there, there, you'll find intersection points, I think, with most of the world religions with Christianity. I also wanted to bring out that what we're not, we're not saying that every Christian agrees on every doctrine, that, we, right. that there's no diversity within Christianity. Yeah, Christianity is extremely diverse, and, and we don't agree on, on what we would call secondary issues. Um, things like uh, how to do missions, uh, mode of ba- uh, mode of uh, uh, baptism, mm-hmm. um, how to um, uh, what Bible translation is the best. I mean, there's all kinds of things that we and they, they are they are important. Uh, but what we would sure. say is they're they're important but not essential. Mm-hmm. So what makes us Christians is we agree on the essential doctrines of the faith. Who is Christ? Uh, what is the the nature of the gospel? Who is God? Those those non negotiable things. So you know, my 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 uh, my kind of joke is that at my church there's fifteen hundred two thousand people on Sunday morning. I'm always amazed when I look around and realize I'm the only one in the entire congregation with all my theology correct. <laughs> Evan, has that yeah. ever happened to you? Oh, yeah, every Sunday. Yeah, every Sunday. <laughs> so, yeah, there's diversity, yeah. and that's healthy, and that's something that we want to celebrate. Um, but we do want to say there are some lines that need to be drawn. If you're right about everything you believe uh, in uh, in God, but you have the wrong Jesus, let's say, or you, um, you have uh, the, the gospel that's not the gospel of grace, well, those would be... Uh, fatal flaws, so to speak, and that yeah. um, puts you outside of that that boundary. It puts you in the category of one of those other faiths or religions we're talking about. Yeah. Well, let's talk about then, this will be our, my last question, but to kind of maybe epitomize, really, what makes Christianity different? I mean, why is it that we go to great lengths to do missions? You know, why do we think our faith really is the right path to God, the only path to God, really? Um, what would you say is 
is different. We said that a lot of religions agree on a lot of things. Like a lot of religions agree adultery is wrong and murder is wrong. You know, maybe you would say we a lot we agree on a lot of aspects of the law, you know, how we should live and treat one mm-hmm. another and so forth. But what is the thing then, you know, why why Christianity? Why do we need Christianity? How is it different? What 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 why would we say as Christians, no, this really is the path, the 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 one way to God? Yeah, I would say that the um, one of the things that we're looking at on that is the um, you, you could look at the nature of God, which is unique with Christianity. You could talk about the person of Jesus Christ. Those things, I don't want to leave them out. They're, they're essential. They're very, very important. But for me personally, the thing that caught my attention was the nature of the gospel. Uh, most religions are going to teach that salvation is uh, trying to please God through rituals, through works, through personal worthiness, morality. You're trying to uh, be right by obedience to the laws, to the laws of God, that these are all the things you're working toward in order to try to make yourself right with God. Uh, the um, Christianity is a gospel of grace. Uh, where we realize that we're not worthy, even on our best day, mm-hmm. and that we we can't um, we can't no matter how hard we try make ourselves right enough to be in the presence of God. Uh, but the good news of our of our gospel is that God still loves us, that He made a path for us, that He took those sins on His body uh, on our behalf uh, in the person of Jesus Christ, died and rose again, and not only forgives us of our sin, which is marvelous. But everything good that he's done, uh, all his righteousness is is given to us as a garment and, and put in our account so that when we stand before God, he sees only the righteousness of his own son and not our own unrighteousness. That mm. is unique, Evan. That's something you find in no other religion. And it's mm. something I think that makes Christianity very, very special. Excellent. Well, that is perfect. Uh, James, I want to thank you so much for, for joining me on this, uh, on this class. And uh, we'll talk to you again real soon, okay? Thanks so much. Well, thanks for joining us this week. And thanks again to James for stopping in. We will be looking at our next video at the Trinity with James as well. The Trinity, you know, that word's not even in the Bible. So maybe it's a wrong or errant Christian belief. Pretty much every heresy in the Christian church is about the Trinity. So it's important that we get that right, that we understand it, that we understand what words like being and person mean, because the Trinity is foundational to what Christians believe. Well, don't forget to subscribe to this channel, let your friends know about it, uh, and you can email me at christianbasicsclass at gmail.com, go to flhouston.org for the worksheets for every video, and until next time, take care.